This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Heart of Dating podcast. Hey, it's Kate. I'm so glad you could join us this week as we try to entangle the ever so ambiguous world of dating as a Christian. Over here on Heart of Dating, we get real as we answer some tough questions and uncover transformative ways to approach Christian dating. Oh, and you better believe we have some laughs along the way, because last time I checked, the struggle is hashtag real. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the What If mini-series here on Heart of Dating. In this series, we are confronting the what-ifs of the single life. By the time you're listening to this, I am now a married woman. I am not right now, but by the time you're listening to this, I will be. That's so crazy. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I may or may not be on my honeymoon when this episode comes out. Who knows? This is wild. This is happening so soon, I can't even believe it. But anyway, today we are in a series where we are going to be talking about what ifs. That's what we've been talking about the last few weeks. Me and my girl Haley, say hey. Hey, Haley. guys. If you didn't know, Haley works for Heart of Dating and she does so many amazing things. Check her out on Instagram at, at Haley Kenyon. Or the at Haley. The Haley. Sorry, Kenyon. at the. <laughs> the Not one. just any Haley. The Kenyon. only. <laughs> the Haley Kenyon. H A I L E Y K E N. Y-O-N. <laughs> wow, that's awesome, girl. You'll also see her on Heart of Dating Instagram and some of our reels. She helps to manage that account so awesomely. And you know what? Something else, fun fact, if you didn't hear the beginning episodes, is that Haley and I have a nine-year age gap. So it's fun because we get to sit here and tell you d- things from different life experiences and different kind of generations in a way, um, which is really weird to yeah. say, actually. But are you a millennial or Gen Z? I actually don't know. I think I'm a Gen Z. <laughs> I think I you're Gen born Z. born in 98, so I think I'm a Gen Z. Yeah. But I'm also like, I feel like I'm kind of on that weird fence. You're on a cusp. You yeah. Know? So you you can kind of get down with millenni- millennial. Millennial yeah. age ga- is so big. Like That's I have friends so in their true. 40s who are millennial mm-hmm. now at this point because of how it works. Yeah. And I'm like smack dab a true millennial. I mean, mm. no, okay, I'm not a true millennial. But I'm really like in the middle of the age range yeah, for yeah. a millennial. And so I would say you're, yeah, on the cusp. You're a cusper. I got to two years of the 90s. (laughs) (laughs) That's so weird to me. (laughs) You were just telling me how you watched Father of the Bride. Yes, it was so sweet. Such a good classic 90s movie. I cried. (laughs) Oh, you guys, Haley has to now watch the second Father of the Bride, which is so good. So Haley, you're going to report back. I will. I can't wait. (laughs) Okay, so guys, today we are talking about what if you think online dating sucks? Oh. <laughs> and everyone said, that's me. Mm-hmm. It me. It me yep. right now. <laughs> the raising hand emoji. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to start this episode by saying it's a hard truth, okay? I'm going to say a hard truth, and then we're going to share some of our stories. But if you think that online dating sucks, then the reality is you shouldn't be online. Not right now, okay? Mm-hmm. Because 
online dating is all about mindset. And if you really think online dating sucks and you complain, you go on it, then guess what? It's going to ruin how you see dating overall. And it's actually going to make your mindset so negative that if a great guy did walk into your life, even in person, you're probably going to miss him. And so my my suggestion to you is if you really think online dating sucks, you have two options. You need to either change that mindset or you need to get off online dating entirely. Mm. And just if you do get off online dating, you just need to be okay that it might take a little bit longer to find someone because so many people meet online. That's where everyone is these days, yeah. like over 50% of people. Wow. So there That's you go. wild. <laughs> I remember it was like 35%. Yeah, like it's recently, gone up. It's gone up so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just address the elephant in the room here that online dating is difficult. <laughs> yeah. like, this is not an easy feat. <laughs> yes. If you're going to stay online, yes. props to you. Exactly. It's I'm like hard, thinking of all these TikTok audios where it's like, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I guess I have to do a reel of that. Yeah. And you guys should. all get it now. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so, it is difficult. It's challenging. Yeah. But it's not impossible. Yes. And so the way you approach it changes everything. Yeah. And so we're going to talk to you guys a bit about our experiences with online dating Mm -hmm. and then give you some nuggets on what we want to impart to you in this concept that is very wide. Like so many Christians or people in general, regardless of being Christian, say online dating sucks. But I actually really don't think it needs to be that way. Mm. So For me, it's all about how you approach it. And you said that too, Haley. But at first for me, online dating really was a void, was a a means to fill a void that I had in my heart Mm -hmm. because I really wanted to feel validated and to feel loved. And I didn't feel that outside of dating, outside of men. And so I went online because, wow, there's tons of guys online. Great. (laughs) That little dopamine hit every time they, you both match and they swipe right on you too. And you're like, yee oh my gosh, this guy is so cute. Oh, we're going to chat. And, you know, so that was one thing for me. I often put, had wrong intentions for going online. I was going online to really find the next person and make myself feel awesome by having somebody be interested in me. Mm. And if you have bad intentions, you're going to have bad results. It's just, that's it. Bad intentions equals bad results. Mic drop right there. We can end the episode. (laughs) Yes. And so, you know, this would never fly for me these days, but I really put a lot of value on online dating and my worth and value in an app. And that's why online dating can feel even worse. If you do that, if you put your value in it, if you have high expectations of it, then it will lead to disappointment. Mm -hmm. You have to have low expectations and go in with surrender. I'll talk about it in a second. But I do want to also talk about this thing that I also did. So I would go on and I would match with guys. And one other mistake that I did quite often was I loved to emotionally connect early on, like a lot. And this is something I do not recommend to do anymore. But what would happen is I would be on these apps, I would connect with the guy that I really liked and blah, blah, blah. And then I would tell them my entire life story and they would tell me their entire life story. And it's like paragraphs on paragraphs, on paragraphs, on paragraphs, on paragraphs, on paragraphs for weeks on end with no actual date. Mm. And I know this happens so often to people and what I especially see, I have, a call, I have a call to action for two people right now, both the guys and the girls. 
for the girls, you need to stop complaining that this is happening. The guy's not asking you out because you have more power in the situation and you are giving the guy all the power. If you don't want to have a texting pen pal buddy, you need to get off the app and you need to not tell them your entire life story Mm because it does feel heartbreaking. You feel like you emotionally connected and exposed yourself to this person telling them all these things when you've never even heard their voice. Yeah. You've never even heard their voice, let alone met them. <laughs> oh like, what in the world? Why are we doing that? Well, we want connection, mm-hmm. so we're going. But then we're we're not setting ourselves up for success. So ladies, if you are messaging with a guy a lot, like, don't allow yourself to do that. Pivot. Move off the app. I have scripts for this. I've talked about it. We talk about it way more in School of Dating. But you can get off the app sooner. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, also, I have a call for the men really quick because I can't leave it just to the ladies. Guys, get off the app ASAP. Move off. Mm -hmm. In 24 to 48 hours, just move off to a phone call. Okay? In the very least, do not text for weeks on end your whole life story guys make the move okay Haley let's hear your story yes. my story is um a direct result of not getting off the app. <laughs> let's hear so it this, is, this what, is real this yes. is real life you guys and especially during covid too yeah. like it was so easy to just oh, sit so in your tough. house and just like connect with people because like people were lonely and we were isolated yep um and so for me this was the first time I had really gotten on dating apps seriously and it was toward the end of 2020 and I had just taken a year off of going on any dates at all. Wow. I spent an entire year. Guys would ask me out on dates and I would just say, no, I'm not. I was that girl that was like, I'm called to a season of singleness. Like, <laughs> I was just like, no, yes. I'm not going on dates right now because I need to work on me. So then when I got back on Hinge, it was COVID and I start swiping and I was so excited. I matched with this really cute guy and we hit it off almost immediately. And we found that we kind of had a lot of similarities in our story, like emotionally, like our relationships had a lot of parallels, our past relationships. We were both um, former college athletes that had a lot of injuries. So we kind of trauma bonded. And this went on for months. I mean, we would text all day, every day. I was working at a coffee shop and I would like sneak to the bathroom so I could go like reply to his paragraphs. Like he, we were just like, we were really like kind of infatuated with each other. And we were just so excited because we were like, oh my gosh, here we are in COVID, like, and we're meeting each we're meeting other. It's so romantic. And love. yeah. And like, and the other thing, so we would be on the phone like all night. I mean, just hours. I think the first oh phone call gosh. we had was like six hours. Oh, wow. So I was not sleeping for like this whole oh entire time. We were just on the phone every night and we never FaceTimed without. We never FaceTime. We just did voice phone oh, calls. Interesting. It was really See, interesting. note to self, FaceTime, do the yeah, FaceTime. I, think, I always recommend yes. it. Yeah. I wish we would have now because, I mean, we had so much fun though and we just learned a lot about each other and I was like, I was really like putting all my eggs in this basket too. I was like, this is working out. Oh, I found my COVID prince. Yeah. yeah, I never even never met prince. him. Yeah. Are you kidding mm-hmm. me? And so we finally- It's like the line in Frozen. She's like, you can't marry a guy you've never met <laughs> exactly. or that you just, just met. met. That's it, yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, oh my gosh. I'm just like all the memories are just flooding back to me as I'm telling the story. And so we did live like a few hours away from each other. So we couldn't it was a long drive and his family was like doing a lot more like they were staying at home a lot more because he had, was visiting grandparents and things. And so we just didn't get the chance to meet. But we were like so excited to meet in person that we didn't want to like we didn't want to FaceTime because we didn't want to like ruin like this excitement oh of seeing each gosh. other for the first time. Oh Isn't that wild? So we didn't FaceTime. And I remember we met in a Whole Foods parking lot in Northern California. And I like had his name written on a piece of paper, like an airport 
kind of sign. Oh my gosh, cute. Exactly. So we met and we went on this date and it was so awkward. <laughs> like it just did not, it was just not clicking. I was, I think I realized like, oh my gosh, this is a stranger. Yeah. And that, but I've been talking to him for like three months at this point. Oh, thought gosh. I knew everything about him. And then you get in person, you realize like, oh my gosh, I have no idea who you are. Yeah. Like, I really don't know you. And so we went on the date and long story short, ended up not panning out into a second date. Oh gosh, And we end yeah. up not talking to each other anymore. But I, I just have a, such a sweet spot for that. It was just such a sweet moment of time. Yeah. But I really wish we would have gotten off the app sooner. And I know COVID kind of prevented that. But Get but at that. least, but balanced it better. I mean, you yes. know, that is a hard situation with a global pandemic. However, people are doing this irregardless of the global pandemic right. to this day. That's true. And I always recommend if it's long distance of any kind, mm-hmm. get in person ASAP. Yes. That is my non-negotiable recommendation. Like, to, especially if you're not, if you're long distance. Like, right. if I've ever, and I have dated people through Instagram in the past, and it's been like uh, guys from another state, and my thing up with them, like, very clearly up front, we'll go on a few FaceTime virtual mm-hmm. dates, and then I'm like, hey, like, I just want you to know, I'm not going to date you for very long before meeting you in real life. Like, yeah, I, I need to meet you in real life pretty it's quickly. So, it's so different. It's, it's a hard and fast rule. Yeah. Because it does change a it lot. It changes every and so had never having seen his face, never know. Yeah, you that know is also what their really like wild. react like facial expression. So then we're like talking on this date and I'm just I it was just so it was the strangest feeling. Like it was just feeling like you knew someone but having no idea who they were. Yeah. And like not having any element of like ever like physical attraction, I almost want to say. I don't know yeah. if that's correct, but just so emotionally invested that that bucket that bucket was, and was eight out thriving. of ten, and all the other buckets were yeah, non-existent. They didn't even get the memo. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is what we can tend to do on dating apps. Okay, so thank you for sharing that story. Mm-hmm. As you were talking, I reminded of another guy who I kind of did something similar with, and it was just such a bummer. Like when we actually did meet yeah. in real life. Because I'm like, we didn't balance it well enough, Mm -hmm. like as we were messaging and then we met in real life and it just flopped so badly, you know, and it was like, wow, Mm. (laughs) like I should have met you way earlier. I Mm -hmm. should have not talked to you as much, like sending all these romantic songs back and forth, like building up this whole story in your mind. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We need to be wiser. Hey guys, real quick, want to pop in here with one more amazing sponsor for today's episode, my favorite, Faithful Counseling. If you're looking for a counselor, if you have never gone to therapy before, if you just need something that's more affordable and Christian-based, check out Faithful Counseling. We have been partnering with them for years now and hundreds of people on Heart of Dating have used the service, including myself, and love the service. Also, for your first month, you get 10% off, which is incredible. It's a super easy process. All you have to do is go and fill out a form, and then you're connected with the therapist in about one day. It's super, super easy. You can make virtual appointments. You can text with your therapist. There's so many different options. So to get that 10% off, you can go to faithfulcounseling.com forward slash heart of dating. That's faithfulcounseling.com forward slash heart of dating to get 10% off your first month. Okay, so we're going to give our three nuggets, or not three nuggets, we're going to give our two <laughs> nuggets, <laughs> two nugs. Okay, guys. So here's my final nugget. 
80% of people that you meet online are not going to turn into a quality date. Now that is not to scare you, discourage you, nothing like that. It's to level set your expectations that online dating is a great way to meet a lot of people, but 80% of them may not even ever pan out to a in-person date, which means, or a quality date. So which means that you shouldn't be texting them for months on end or weeks on end, and which means you should hold it very loosely. It is still an awesome avenue and the number one avenue these days to meet people. And we're talking online dating. I'm also saying social media because social media Mm -hmm. can also be lumped into this category in many ways. So 80% of those people, it's not going to turn into something quality. So back to our episode where we talked about rejection, don't personalize it, and just really learn to manage your expectations. That if you do want to date, that this is a great way to get your numbers up and meet more people. And and you're going to meet a lot of people that aren't going to go, it's not going to go anywhere yeah. with. So in School of Dating, we have three phases. In our second phase, we go into how to truly get out there. And we challenge people with the amount of people to meet per week. And we help them through it all. And it's amazing because we have people going on dates, more dates than they've ever been on in their mm-hmm. life or like their first dates ever in their life. And it's awesome. Yeah. And we really help them through the whole process because so many people ask me, well, okay, how, how do I do this? How do I actually make it work? And the majority of them meet their people that they end up, you know, the meet the people that they're dating on online dating apps. Mm-hmm. And that's how the majority of these happen. Yeah. Now they, we have trained them or like help them and teach them like, about how to manage the expectations and knowing that 80% won't turn into a quality date mm-hmm. and setting their mindset in the right direction. And all of that combined is why they're able to stay in the game and actually go on dates and hold it loosely and enjoy the process. But if you are like, I'm going to go on a dating app and I'm going to swipe a few times and find my person, that is not going to happen. Yeah. It's, I mean, it Most. is like 0.0001% mm-hmm. chance. I don't know the actual percentage. I'm just making that up, but it's a very small chance. So if that's what you're thinking going online, then you shouldn't probably even go online because it's going to take some work. Yeah. That's such a game changer. Mm -hmm. Like just that one, if you know 80% of people you're talking to, like that changes everything about expectations. So you have like, you match with 10 guys, at least eight of those guys. Yeah. They're not going to go anywhere. Exactly. So hold it so loosely. It's a person on the internet. Right. You know, like not that you are mean to them or disrespect yeah. them, but it's just like, okay, I'm going to hold it loosely. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but for those that actually do convert to dates or yes. do convert to matches, What's your nugget? you guys are going to be shocked, but go on the date as soon as possible, <laughs> yes. as soon as possible. And there's just good, so good. much room for creating false narratives about a person, mm-hmm. about your love story. Like yeah. I know, especially the girls, we can just take an inch and just run a mile with it about like you start creating this beautiful love story and you don't even know this person. So I have adopted this rule where I don't give up any personal information Mm -hmm. until we get on the first date. Wow. And then once we're on the first date, I don't share anything that I wouldn't share publicly. Yeah. And so just bound it's boundaries and pace is really what it is. It is. And with this, with actually going on the date and you have to just do it. Like you just have to meet up Mm -hmm. with someone safely in a public spot. Um, and over time it does get easier. Like the first time you're like, Oh my gosh, this is so weird. I'm meeting up with a stranger. stranger, Like this is weird. But once you do it a couple of times, you kind of know you can brace yourself a little bit for like the awkwardness and you're just getting coffee. Like at the end of the day, like you're just getting coffee. You're just going on a walk. Like this is just to meet somebody 
in person to get that initial yes and there are ways to do it safely like you're saying like and and even if you don't feel uncomfortable if you don't feel comfortable right at least get on that facetime yeah like a phone call or like like you didn't do the facetime (laughs) because for 30 minutes sess it out with a facetime i Mm -hmm. always find that that's a good rule of thumb and i'm not going to give away everything we teach in school of dating here because it was such good teachings but i do help people with like how do you what do you say i have we have a guide in school of dating the texting scripts guide it's so good it's like things all these things to say on dating apps while you're texting like at all different stages it's really good people are like copy paste (laughs) it's like i think that was like one of the highlights of the program for some people but like you know there's ways to say things to like move off the app quickly to a phone call in the very least Mm -hmm. and even from the female point of view you can suggest that and then like you know or facetime i prefer the Mm -hmm. facetime and then from there maybe an in-person date that's easy no dinner it doesn't have to be long yeah guys you don't have to spend (laughs) i know guys that have met girls on dating apps (laughs) my friends i love you dearly (laughs) that have spent upwards of 200 dollars on a first date from a dating app it's like buy coffee buy ice cream go on a walk somewhere that you don't like this isn't and it's not as big of an investment as I think we make it in our minds to be sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, and that will save you guys too for the men listening. Like, you don't want to stress out about like, I can't afford to pay $200 a pop for every girl I yeah. t- on a dating app that I'm taking out if it only is going to one yeah, date. No. No. no, no, but maybe you can afford 10 to $15 a person by doing something creative, you exactly. know, and you can't, you can, or you, there's mm-hmm. plenty of free kind of dates. Oh, yes. As well, yeah, on a budget. I <laughs> love that. Balling on a budget. Let's That's go. Right. And so. Man, this is great. Uh, I know is a hard, some hard lessons here, you guys, but we are fans of online dating Mm -hmm. and we know it's hard. Yes. But we (laughs) want to help set you up for success to actually, if you are going to use it, to have the right mindset and to really use it in a way that will actually work for you and not a way that feels like defeating Mm -hmm. and back into all guys suck and all girls suck or online dating sucks. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, this is so fun, and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. The Heart of Dating podcast is created by Kate Warman. It is a part of the Converge Podcast Network. Our incredible editor is the one and only Scott Caro. Our theme music was developed by the amazing Christian Ledoux. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, or if you've never written us a review or ranked us on iTunes, we'd encourage you to do so because it helps us so much to get this podcast into more people's ears. We launch our podcast each and every week on Wednesday. So we'll see you next week. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network. 